Welcome back to another episode of the Business is Pleasure podcast with myself, John L. Francis, and my beautiful co-host, co-partner, and full-time lover, Colette. I was trying to figure out something to say at the end, but it, like, it, almost, it almost lost me, but I got it back. And my full-time lover, Colette Monique Leibert. No, I'm going to always say your full name because I think it's important. So it can be like inundated in people's heads so they never forget about it. So like 20 years from now, they'll be like, I remember that girl from somewhere, like, you know? They're like, oh my gosh, she made it so far, you know what So, you know, I'm just trying to like slowly put in people's psyche and everything. You're welcome. Thank you. No problem. Okay. All right, babe, so the best way to start the show that like we do every single week, how was your week? I just have to start. <coughs> you go first. Okay, how was my week? Um, my week. This is weird though. Like, I'm much more uncomfortable with you like going second and me going first. But it's usually it's time really to change stuff up. It's time to change stuff up. All right. So, um, the way my week was, it was good. It was good. It was relaxing for the most part. Um, I just had work Monday to Friday regularly, mm-hmm. and then um, we had to do a bunch of picking this week because of an event coming up. So we were fortunate enough to pick like three times this week. So we got a whole bunch of stuff, which I'm really, really excited about. And this past weekend, I didn't really do much. I just really had to focus, in, focus on all the pieces that we had and just taking all those pictures, editing them, then place them inside the Google Drive. But for the most part, I think this weekend was really good. And like this was maybe like the first steps to get ready for the fall season. I know it's already mid-July, but I think in the past before we made mistakes, we've waited too long. So I love how like we're getting really, like, really proactive for the most part. Yeah. And how about yourself? How was your week? My week was pretty good. It pretty much was the same as yours. I picked as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you always copy my stuff, though. I don't like that. How am I copying you when I usually go first? Like, don't do that. I don't like that. You're, you're always copying my stuff. I usually go first. If anything, you're copying me. Ironically enough, you had you had the same week as me. Well, duh, we run the same business <laughs> together. Like, Ironically enough. Like, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go so ahead. I went picking. We got a good mix of fall winter stuff as well as some nice like uh, Levi's denim shorts and vintage t-shirts for the current season right now, which is good. Speaking of vintage t-shirts, I'm a real big fan of shirts that are like really stupid and funny back from the 90s. Mm-hmm. So like I found this shirt, guys, which is extremely funny. It plays, it plays on to the whole Nike, just do it, where it's just like, just do me. And then it has all these other graphic things that young kids shouldn't be doing, but I'm an adult, so it's fine. It's a beautiful shirt, I think it's really funny. It's really comical. It's like a six out of 10, but okay. Yeah. Hey, hate guys, don't remember that. Don't worry about that, guys. Okay, but yeah, back to my week. Um, Nothing, earthquake. <laughs> back to my week. Um, it was good. I did a lot of picking, like I said. I also did a lot of preparation for the event, so just organizing them. We have a couple coming up that are like uh, back-to-back or on the same days, mm-hmm. so we kind of need to figure out how to work that out because that would be the first time that we're not going to be at the same events together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. And then we had this 
past weekend actually I was trying to figure out because it was an event that we wanted to do but we were considering two other events that fell on the same day mm -hmm. so we one of them ended up canceling itself so that was kind of easy to yeah, narrow yeah. down and then another event we're doing it in September and October so we figured we could miss the August one mm -hmm. so, so the event that we actually wanted to do we're going to get to do it so that was kind of fun yeah, to figure yeah. out but it's nice how like it all it ends up working itself out yeah because I know sometimes like going um when we do events outside of canada we're a bit skeptical because it's like is our paying going to be late mm -hmm. are the people at the show going to be assholes are we going to have the right product mm -hmm. so there's so much more to think about yeah. but i think for the new york one we had some of those ideas on our minds but i think we're like really excited for the most part because like one we love new york mm -hmm. two our suppliers are in new york and three it's new york yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many different things. Yeah, I've, always, I've always told myself that if I wasn't living in Toronto, I'd live in New York. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love New York. I don't know what it is about it. It just has this, like, go-getter, like... This grind. It's like, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's, for me, it's not like Hollywood where everything's, like, perfect or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's New York. It's, it's New the York. gutter. For me, I feel like I've said this before, but I feel like in Toronto, a lot of people use, like being busy as like a badge of honor. Like they'll be like, oh, I'm just so busy and busy and busy. And like, they say it all the time for like most irrelevant things. Whereas like in New York, it's like, okay, hey, you're supposed to be busy. Like this is the way like, of life. Like people don't even see busy as busy because it's just life. It's just everyday life. It's like, it's like, why are you talking about being busy? You should be busy. You should be working hard. You should be working on your business or making money in some way or another, so. And it's dope so too because it. like in Canada, like, oh my gosh, she's such a hard worker. In New York, it's like, you're not working hard enough. Yeah. Like you could do more. Like, yeah. Why aren't you working 25 hours a day? <laughs> it's only 24 hours a day. Yeah. But like, it's, it's nice though because like it allows our brains to like almost like be re-engineered and just like fine-tuned to be like hey guys like don't forget like there are people all over this world that are working 10 times harder than you they right? gotta pay for that parking yeah yo man that parking is ridiculous honestly right? new york has the most expensive parking we've ever seen ever, in our lives ever, ever how much was it i think it was about 50 usd yeah a day yeah and remember we're from toronto right so for us everything's cad that's about like 65 70 dollars canadian that's a lot that's of money. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because we went to SneakerCon, what, like a, a year ago in New York City, and we ended up doing the two days of course. Yeah. <laughs> First day, we're like, okay, 60 bucks, whatever. Second day, another 60 bucks. We're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, this is kind of ridiculous, you know? $120 just on parking mm -hmm. for two days. Mm -hmm. That's insane. But, like, at the same time, it kind of comes with running a business, right? So, yeah. I have to understand, like, yo, there are going to be numerous expenses that maybe you're not ready for, but your pocketbook better be ready for you know yeah and like spark business with them yeah so into into today's podcast um so one of the things that i really want to start we've been focusing on it for a really long time but i really want to start implementing it mm. is our facebook and instagram marketing mm. Mm. yeah i think those are going to be like really good tools for us just to utilize because I think with us for the longest time with our business, we we're really focusing on just the sales aspect, you know, mm -hmm. making money. And I think we've not conquered it, but we've gotten a lot better at that mm -hmm. by all the apps that we're using, all the events that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And now I think since we have a good understanding of the system that's in place there, yeah. now we need to like focus some more of our energy on like how are we going to, okay, now this needs to move, man. Come on, baby, you know how I'm clumsy. Don't do that. So like now we just need to now we just need to focus a lot more of our energy on the actual marketing aspect. So instead of like just constantly trying to sell people clothes, we should be trying to like disseminate 
our articles that we have, you know what I mean? But like, what's the process that works best for doing so? Also against um, spreading our podcast, again, what's the best way to do that as well too, right? Yeah. And of course, just finding ways that we can like, properly brand ourselves and that are properly reaching for our, our corporate audience. Because mm-hmm. I think from doing all the apps that we were doing previously, that kind of allowed us to get a better understanding of like, who our audience is. And now that we kind of know who buys our products, it should make us easier to market our product, you know? So yeah. it's like, we don't have to guess essentially, you know? We know the Facebook groups that work really well for us. We know the type of demographics, groups, or subcultures that like our products. Yeah. So like it will allow us, it will make it a lot easier for us again to spread out all that information around and everything, you know? Yeah. And it's nice too because like I think within the marketing, it's also going to allow us to find new demographics, that new demographics that maybe we weren't focusing on to allow us to be like, hey, like this group is really interested in our product. Like maybe we should like, you know, try to sound to them more, maybe go to more, more events that this demographic can also be involved in as well too. So when you say branding, what exactly do you mean by that for our business? So for me, branding is anything that represents Karen and Co that we're not trying to sell. So for instance, like if someone is on the bus and they see like an article come up about Clarendon Cl- Cl- Co, you know, we're not trying to sell them something. It's about our brand and what we essentially represent and not necessarily the product that we're trying to give. Okay. So that's essentially what I mean like, when I speak about branding, you know, like how are we defined and how people like, are con- how are people essentially seeing us on an everyday basis? Yeah, I feel like that's one of the things that I want to focus on more. But my only concern is that I have like an image or an idea of what I want our branding to look like. But I don't know if we have the time to create that. Let's see. I, I think that's one thing we kind of have to really figure out ourselves too. Is like, what do we want to do? And I think what, once we figure out like what needs to be done, what we want to do, we can have a better understanding of what needs to be created. I think right now we're kind of like, still searching for answers in the dark just because like one this is new to us and two we haven't like really implemented anything so we don't know like what's not working what doesn't work right so i think like the best part is like doing what we're doing now it's like how i made um some of those ads the other day the other day right like we'll we'll use those ads we'll the statistics after see which ones are performing better than the others and then we'll focus our next set of ads on the ones that did the best and just keep figuring it out to be honest with you. Because I don't think this branding thing or the whole marketing idea, we're not going to figure it out in two months. No, it has to be like a day-by-day, step-by-step thing that we're like kind of like constantly and consistently working at. Like, I literally know exactly what I want it to look like. 100%. But it's just a matter of doing it. Yeah, but, but to be honest with you, it's like, just because you know what you want to look like, and I, I'm sure like my ideas align well with yours, is that what our audience wants? Do you think that's what our audience wants? I don't know. Yeah, and, and that's why I think, I don't know either, let's just try it. Like whatever you have in your mind, let's just try it. Because in reality, it's like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? Okay, we might lose a couple hundred dollars like putting all this stuff together, but worst yeah. case scenario. And either way, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like it's trial and error, like we always say, like mm-hmm. see it, like try something out, see if it's working. If it's mm-hmm. not working, then switch to something else. No, 100%. And I think we kind of have an understanding of like, again, who our demographic is. So I think that whole process of trying to like put our stuff out, like try to like search for who is our demographic would be a lot easier because like we kind of already have a niche market that we're working in. Yeah. So it's essentially like, you know, just seeing what they like 
Yeah. You know? I feel like we have a pretty good, we have like a pretty solid idea of what our demographic is. If you had to say what our demographic was, age, sex, what would you say? So I'd say males and females age like 12 to 25. Perfect. That's exactly what our demographic is. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And I, but, I, but I do think though in the fall time it does get a bit higher. It gets older in the fall. Yeah, it does get a bit higher. Because we sell different stuff. Yeah. Like in the, the fall we sell stuff, like right? barboards, like leather jackets, fur jackets, and stuff like that. Whereas like a 12 year old kid's not looking for a fur jacket. No, definitely not. Definitely. It's more so like 30 plus that's looking for those types mm-hmm. of things. So. Or like the really, really like eclectic person that understands the, the nostalgia with like the fashion off of fur as well too, right? Yeah. And, but like, but re- in reality, like, that person really isn't our demographic. No. That person that understands fashion like the back of their hand and they're really into it up, up, up on it every single yeah. day. They're not, they're not really our demographic. That person's like our seasonal demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even I feel like our demographic also shifts a little bit younger in like the summertime. Oh, yeah, 100%. So when like kids are off school, mm-hmm. like high school students, elementary school students, I think it gets even a little bit younger than it is throughout the majority of the Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I definitely see that. And it's kind of crazy, too, because even though you say that, and I think it gets younger with females than it does with guys. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of our items, of course, are more catered to, like, um, more catered to guys. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a lot of the pieces that are, like, unisex, it's usually, like, the younger de- generation that's, like, carrying that forward. For instance, if you look at champion sweaters, for instance, you know? Yeah. We'll see champion sweaters sell to someone that's, like, 30 and then sell to like a young like adolescent person that's only like 12, 13, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then of course there are other products that only we generally only sell to other people, like fur jackets for instance, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um so going forward, just speaking in reference to our business, um, where do you want to see our business five years from now? Five years from now? I remember when we initially had written out business plan year four or five we're going to start getting different different chapters of Clarendon Co so there would have been like a a Montreal chapter a Manitoba chapter a Vancouver chapter like you know what I mean all the way from east to west and I I think that's something that like would be more probable if we were more so focusing on having um, brick and mortar stores but yeah. I think, like, with you and I, we, we've kind of got a better understanding that, like, hey, we really want the business more so to be a sourcing and distribution company. So then we can literally work from anywhere we want in the world rather than being fixed to, like, a particular location. So I think with myself, one thing that I would want to see in five years from now is us um, just more volume um, would also, the ability to also maybe have, like, two or three employees actually having a solid warehouse would be like like really work out of you know what I mean maybe it's not like a it's not like a store or anything like that but it's at least like a central location yeah. where we're always bringing part of photography is being done marketing times being done just like a central location so like the whole team would be able to go there yeah and um that's essentially it for five years from now that's what, that's what I would want I want us to be like the number one vintage distributor in all of Ontario at that point 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. How about yourself? And and sorry, just in reference to that. So right now we're at like the what three year mark? Three year mark. Three year mark in October. Oh yeah, three year mark in October. So do you think we're on track to get all of those things in the next two years? Um, I would say. I would say no, just because we haven't really formulized it. We haven't really like formalized it as much as we should. I think I think our idea. No, no, I don't. I don't think we are. No, because one, we haven't formalized it as much as we should. What? What? Am I saying it? Formulated. 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 That's formulated. <laughs> so the whole time, you have me saying this wrong ass word. I was trying to figure out what's going on. So formulated. Uh, yeah. We haven't, we haven't like formulated our ideas to the best of our abilities, and like some things that we want to get done in our fifth year, we got done in our first year. So I think we need like a better system that's in place that we're actually able to follow. So we're like, okay, by this point we should be able to get this. But do you think we need a system, or do you think we just need? Because uh, I, I think we already have a system. Mm -hmm. I just think that we need like clearer five-year objectives. Because like I feel like. But I think that comes with the system, though, right? Like once you understand the system that's in place, then you can be like, okay, well, with the system, we can project ourselves being here in the next two and a half years or whatever. Yeah, but we already have a system. So, and we ha we currently have a system that's working for us. In, in terms of sales. Yeah. In terms of sales. Exactly. In, in terms of sales and selling, systems blessed. System, systems blessed. Yeah, we currently have a system that's working for us. So, I don't think that there's an issue with the system. I think that there's an issue with the goals. We haven't specifically sat down and been like okay like what are what do we want in the next two years and how are we going to make that happen like we don't know what the goal is so we need to have a goal before we can have the system to facilitate that goal mm -hmm. no no I mean? no like I, I definitely understand that i definitely understand that because our system has been able to work for sales so it's actually that same system that we're doing we're trying to put it into the marketing but i guess to expand the business we got to put like the business development plan within that system to see if it actually has potential to guess where we want to be. And I really think it does though. But again, it's like what you're saying, like what are our definitive goals? Yeah. And maybe like, of course, we probably have to change it around a bit so, so it has the potential to be successful and everything. But yeah. it's just that like, we just need to do it now. Yeah. We just, no, we, just, sure. we just literally just need to do it and everything. Because I feel like we are getting to a point where like, we do need some sort of like outside storage or at least at a minimum mm -hmm. you know because i think for like the amount of pieces that we want to like have available for our audience and how often we want to post that's gonna have to have more pieces right exactly. so i think on stock right now we're about between 200 250 we have way more than that you think so yeah yeah we have way more than that yeah see and like I, yeah like no we definitely do we definitely do whether it's one we either get like a an actual storage piece or we get like a bigger place like, you know, like, we have to figure something out. But I don't, I don't think right now we have to worry about that. Yeah. But it's going to become a problem eventually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying that I feel like we're closer to that five-year mark than you think we are. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Because even this year, right, like, we've been killing it this year for the most part. And for us just to be, like, five years is two years away. Yeah. Like, it was literally like two years away. So, yeah, we got to get on the... Yeah. But for me, for five years from now, I think that my, I don't know, my, like, objections are pretty similar to yours. I definitely do want, like, two to three employees. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell me that, please? 
Well, I'm like, why is she kicking me? Like, I'm like, well, like, why is she fighting me? I'm like, why are you kicking me? Because I don't like when you fiddle with things, like, in the back. But that's not a nice pick, don't fiddle. Don't do that. Okay, well, just don't do it right by my ear. It's annoying. Okay. So, yeah, I... Sorry. <laughs> it was an accent. What was it? <laughs> but, yeah, I just, um, I think my objectives are similar to yours. I definitely want employees to kind of take over some of the things that we've been doing, allow us to go to more events more frequently. So say it's like, there's a weekend where there's like three events in the city, like we can have two employees at one, two employees at another, and then like we're at another, or, yeah. like, or like floating between all of them. Yeah. But we'll always do like the overseas events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fun ones. Yeah, yeah. we got like the fun ones, 100%, 100%. Yeah, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't really see us having a storefront, but maybe that could change. Definitely not in the next two years, but who knows, maybe that could change. I definitely do see us having like a centralized location though, like you said, but I don't really see it being a storefront, but who knows, maybe it would make sense to have it be like both essentially if we already have the space. But yeah, like those are my main like goals for the next two years, just more growth and more like just keeping going, keep consistency. going on. Consistency with the track that we're already on. Yeah, consistency, of course, like being a bit more productive, adding a couple of things in there and whatnot. So, like, let's say we didn't reach those goals, how would you feel if we, like, essentially, like, failed? You say it so quietly. It's not a bad thing. Failure is not a bad thing. No, it, it's not, but sometimes it can be really crushing, especially when you, like, really spent three years of your life creating this whole creating this whole thing from scratch and like it really started like a seed within our head and then bam like look where we are now right so like for me i think like if we did fail i think for me i would take it hard but i would want to learn from the process so i know for next time the another business venture that we're going to get into what can we do better what can we make sure that the same things don't happen again or whatever you know mm-hmm. but i think from this business alone there's so many things that we learned we can skip like 30 steps for this business that yeah. we're open i feel like like if we were to fail it would just be a learning lesson and it would just kind of be you're probably gonna sound a little bit crazy right now but <laughs> it would just be kind of like the universe saying that okay this isn't supposed to work but something else is you know that doesn't sound crazy at all I don't know. I feel like whenever I say the universe, I sound like a hippie, but... No, you're not having your own beliefs. I believe in the universe and stuff like that. I know, but I talk to you all the time, so... Yeah, so I, was just, yeah I was just doing kind of like a catchphrase for anyone listening. But, yeah, I feel like if we were to fail, it would be for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it would be to teach us something, and then we could learn whatever we needed to learn and apply that to another business, because we're... We're lifelong entrepreneurs, so I feel like it's not going to stop us. Yeah, 100%. And even if it's not business, I think that we'll still be able to do some things independently. You know what yeah. I mean? Whether it's like talking about within the community, finding something like that, right? The same skill that we've learned from running a business, we'd be able to implement that in our own lifestyle or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think like despite whatever we do, we've already learned so much. And like anything else that we learn or try and do or whatever, would just be like an extra add-on or whatever you know what I mean yeah well for me one thing that I'm really I'm not worried about like five years from now in the future I'm worried about most like three months because I'm really excited about fall and winter this year because mm-hmm. I think before in the previous years like you said recently like I said at the beginning of the podcast that we only focused on getting the appropriate items while we're actually in the season yeah you know so it'd be winter time we're like oh let's get winter clothes yeah like you know what i mean like you're too late at that point Mm -hmm. yeah so how do you feel now that like i think we're ready we're so ready we have tons of 
jackets, tons of, I've been finding jackets since like April. Like, like winter jackets, fall jackets, all sorts of jackets. Got a couple of really nice furs, like I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. I really want us to go on like, I, th I think we're just gonna be really good this year. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited because like, we've been creating like, all this new marketing material that now that like we're ahead of, we're ahead of, we're like on track to just be like, yo, like Christmas is here, marketing material's already done. Thanksgiving, marketing material's already done. Back yeah. to school, Done. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, we like, learned a lot in the past couple of years. For yeah, sure. yeah, and it's like it's like what you said. Like it's not a failure. They're all lessons that we were able to learn and pick ourselves up from. Yeah. Like, there are times when we felt like, yo, like, like fuck this. Like I don't want to do this business anymore. Yeah, I don't want to continue anymore. Like, you know, now we have our own podcast, episode twenty, guys. 20. By the way, this is episode twenty, eh? Woo! Twenty, twenty. We promised ourselves that we're gonna do forty <laughs> in one year, and we've already halfway through that. I'm really excited. Good job. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm really excited for fall winter. Really, yeah. really excited. Yeah. Is there anything in particular that you're maybe looking forward to fall winter? Yeah, just selling more. I'm really excited. I feel like people shop a lot more in the fall and winter. Everyone. Because in the summertime, you're competing for people's attention. That's yeah. like the biggest thing. Yeah. In the summertime, people have experiences. They're going camping. They're going to the cottages. They're going on vacations. They're going to barbecues, whatever, they're just like generally doing more fun stuff. So they're spending less time just like sitting at home, scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through like different selling apps to buy stuff. And because they're doing so much more. I think we're working more, because like remember our demographic, they're gonna have all their little part-time jobs now, right? Yeah, and also too, like because people are doing so many other things, they have a lot less extra money just floating around mm -hmm. as well. Whereas like in the fall and winter, the weather's crap, it's either raining or snowing or cold. Mm -hmm. You're inside. So what are you doing when you're inside? You're on your phone. You're on the internet. You're on your laptop. You're scrolling through random stuff. You're shopping because you're not spending as much money on experiences and you're spending money on stuff. Mm -hmm. what else are you Hopefully our stuff, guys. So stuff. I'll see you in the following winter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we have to get out of here, anything no, you want to add before anything. and everything? No, I think we're good. I don't know. I feel like this podcast was flew by. Yeah, it was really fast. Yeah, it's only this level really, really flew by. All right, guys, thank you so much for stopping by again. Please do not forget to like and share so we know that you care. All right, guys, until next time, peace.